This program is a paid commercial announcement. All opinions and statements expressed are solely those of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management, LLC, and their guests, and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. All topics covered are believed to be from reliable sources. However, Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management, LLC, make no representations as to its accuracy or completeness. This program shall in no way be construed as a solicitation to sell securities or advisory services to residents of any other state other than Pennsylvania or were otherwise permitted. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered through Thrive Capital Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Pennsylvania. Insurance products and services are offered through Thrive Financial Services. Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management, LLC, are affiliated companies. Now on Talk Radio 1210, WPHD, WPHD, HD, WOGL, Philadelphia. Roadmap to Retirement, presented by Thrive Financial Services, powered by Martin Law. Fueled by Del Val Insurance and Bob Hansen of Reaver Mortgage. This is your roadmap to retirement. A way to build wealth, enjoy the power of your retirement, and maximize your years. Now, David and Karen Bazaar, Brett Elam, and Joe Krause will help you navigate your way to financial peace of mind. Five Financial Services proudly presents your Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT as we come to you on what is, I guess, a very critical weekend uh, here in the month of April as we look ahead to Tuesday and tax day uh, sneaking up on us. We're glad to be here with what, uh, David, I am uh, really excited about the show today because... uh, I have been waiting for answers, uh, and I have been confused about what is the right answer uh, and what is the wrong answer uh, when we talk about annuities, because there is so much um, confusion, there's so much misunderstanding about what are the advantages, what are the disadvantages, uh, and in some of our pre-show leading up to our preparation for uh, planning this show this weekend, uh, super excited to be able to educate and shed some light for our listening audience. Joe, you know, we, we share with you all the time kind of you know feedback from the show, uh, feedback from our workshops that we do, and um, you know, as, as a full-service financial planning company, we deal with all kinds of questions. And, you know, with the market that we work with, the audiences that we have conversations with, which are folks that are, you know, a few years out from retirement or have entered retirement, uh, a, a big dominant question, a big topic of conversation that pops up is annuities, kind of the good, the bad, and the ugly. And uh, what we try to do here at Thrive, again, is be this repository of education and advocacy. And we want to help people find out what the truths are versus, you know, I read this, I heard this, you know, um, you know, again, what's popular isn't always right. And what's right isn't always popular. So we, again, try to be that resource for people to give them the answer so they can make an educated guess. So uh, an educated decision. We, um, you were excited about sharing this topic. Um, you know, I tell you, you know, we're not in love with annuities, but we love what they can do in certain circumstances. So again, I think from an educational approach today, we should get a lot of clarity for people out there in our listening audience. My mother-in-law used to say to uh, my wife in reference to her portfolio and in terms of just the topic or the conversation of annuity, she was always confused and didn't understand how it would work um, once she passed. 
and she never knew. She just couldn't wrap her arms around what was going to occur with if she had money in an annuity at that point in time. And for her, that was a big hang-up. Ah, sure, of course. And, and again, uh, we find most times when we sit with clients that want to have an annuity review done as part of their retirement roadmap review, uh, it's because they don't understand what they bought. You know, most times annuities are sold. They're not bought by the consumer. Um, so we dive in very deep. You know, we get as clinical as somebody wants us to be, but people do walk out with complete and utter clarity. We understand them inside and out. The other thing, Joe, we want to make sure people understand is annuity is a broad term, right? Annuity, there's many different types of annuities. Within each type of annuity, there's subclasses of annuities. So I think we'll get a lot out today about annuities and how they work. And if people have questions, they can call us at 800-516-5861. They can schedule a time to come in and get a retirement roadmap review, which will include an annuity analysis if they own annuities, where they're thinking about annuities. If they're not, we'll certainly talk to them about their risk profile and their investments. Um, If they need social security maximization report done, if they really want to know about taxes, like you said, Joe, you know, it's the hot topic right now, obviously, because of the time of year. Uh, these are things that we can do during that roadmap to retirement review. 800-516-5861. Give us a call. And we tell our audience you're listening to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We welcome Karen Bazaar uh, into uh, the program, as always. Nice to have uh, you uh, joining us again, Karen, uh, Hi, uh, on this weekend. How you doing? I'm great. Thanks for having us. We are excited to be here as usual. You're going to cover in the B block today. You're going to stay with annuities, but you're going to uh, dive below the surface. You're going to get a little bit a little bit deeper. Tell us what you're going to specialize on today. I'm going to specialize or include how annuities can, uh, for lack of a better word, unleash the power of delaying your Social Security. Some people don't really know. They think picking Social Security is just putting your numbers on a dartboard and hitting it with a dart, and there's a lot more to it than that. So. I, I know in our show last week, we we talked about, or there was an example raised uh, where a co-worker um, who took opted for Social Security, um, gave that advice to a friend of his who ultimately Mm -hmm. ended up saying, and and it ultimately ended up not being correct because of the circumstances being so different. Exactly. And that's why we are here today because we say, be careful who you take your advice from. All right. All good stuff. So Karen Bazaar will be with us for the full hour. And we thank her for being here coming up after our first commercial break. Uh, We'll get into some of that. Brett Elam uh, is here, a man getting no sleep uh, over the last few days. Uh, He always zeroes in on tax day. Uh, At least that's my understanding of what you do. Uh, Brett, one of the many things that you do, but nice to have you here uh, to be part of our dialogue and our conversation on annuities today. Yeah, Krause, again, one more day till tax day. Again, we all have till t- uh, um, this Monday, um, last day to file. But uh, yeah, we're going to talk about annuities and, and some of the taxation and where they fit in the uh, equation overall and how they relate to the tax conversation. Um, we're going to go through another story here, someone that we had met with this past week, and, and again, going against a grain of conventional wisdom and, and talking about inevitably how it really fits into the with all the other puzzle pieces. All right. All good stuff throughout the show. We'll give you some updates on some of the upcoming workshops. We'll provide that information for you. David, let me come back to you and get started here. Um, how do you begin? Do you say uh, is it annuity for dummies? What's the best way to what's the best way to start to be able to educate uh, the audience? 
Well, you know, it always comes up in conversation. When you're talking financial planning, when you're talking retirees, um, whether someone has been introduced to annuities as a solution for them or they've heard a friend had it, somewhere it's going to come up. So, you know, I tell people listening to us um, a couple things. One is there's different types of annuities out there. They all don't fit into one category, and there definitely is not a one-size-fits-all situation. So the three types of annuities that are out there are variable annuities, indexed annuities, and fixed annuities. And today we'll try to go through those a little bit um, and share what each one of those do. Variable annuities, one thing I'd like to let people know is variable annuities have to be sold uh, by someone who carries a securities license. And the reason being is that there's some underlying pieces of a variable annuity that are market related. So variable annuities have a kind of, you know, how they work and how they operate. They're sold by securities licensed people, not necessarily fiduciaries, but people who do carry a securities license because the variable annuities has a securities component to it. Then there's indexed annuities, and they're kind of the newest group of annuities. They've been around since 1995, but they keep evolving. They're growing you know, based on the needs of the consumer out there. And they're, they're kind of a, a hybrid between what a variable annuity looks like and does and what your traditional fixed annuity does. And then you've got that third class called fixed annuities. And fixed annuities are very simple. They don't have a lot of moving parts to it. It's basically, you know, it's like an option to a CD. Um, They're not insured by FDIC or anything like that, but they carry a basic interest rate for a set period of years, and then you can convert them to an income stream, basically exchange your money for a guaranteed income stream that lasts your lifetime. And then within each of those classes, there's some nuances. So as we go through the show, we'll try to introduce people to those nuances. Brett, I know you had mentioned... um you were going to get into uh, an example, and we'll do that uh, with a client, and we'll do that in, in much greater uh, detail. Um, but as David starts to lay that out, um, does that fit into the thought into where you were going to go with your example today? Yeah, absolutely. And again, we're always treading um, the waters of, of how much do you want to say some of these these words like annuity and uh other topics we've spoken about like reverse mortgage or again people think you're throwing up oh my gosh what are you throwing at me but when you start talking about the features and the benefits does it really matter inevitably what it's called so again we're, we're always careful in uh in, in 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 the choice of words when describing inevitably how they work but again when we when we truly um, look back into the absolute details on, on how they work, and people really start seeing how, how it's an appropriate fit for a piece. Again, a piece, not everything, but a piece of someone's portfolio. This is the Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Before we go to the break, uh, David, update on workshops coming up. Yep, so uh, 416, April 16th, at the Horsham Library, Public Library, over there on. Uh, off of Horsham Road. Babylon. Babylon and Horsham. It starts at 7 o'clock. And then we'll be on 419 at the uh, Bluebell. They'll be in Bluebell at the Wissahickon Valley Library over there in Bluebell. Um, both are on taxes and retirement. Both have start dates, uh, start times at 7 o'clock. Uh, we just had two fantastic workshops this past week. 
packed capacity. Um, great questions, really engaging. We had a blast doing them. All right, so Monday the 16th and then Thursday uh, the 19th, 1-800-516-5861. 1-800-516-5861 is the number to call uh, Thrive Financial Services, or you can simply go to thrivefinancialservices.com. Uh, we'll get into our first commercial break here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Karen Bazaar uh, on deck waiting to join us when we come back back in a moment. And back here live on the Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, presented by Martin Law, powered by DelVal Insurance, and fueled by our good friend Bob Hansen from Revere Mortgage. We thank our partners uh, who are contributors to uh, our show. We want to take a moment to remind everybody, beatcancer.org cordially invite you to play a great round of golf at North Hills Country Club. That is on Tuesday, May 15th. Uh, while supporting efforts to educate all of us uh, in cancer inf- uh, cancer education. Uh, we talked about this last week. Uh, we rolled it out last week. Uh, really a great opportunity, David, uh, um, at this time of the year uh, to get out and play a great club, a North Hills Country Club, um, play a round of golf, and, of course, support BeatCancer.org. It's always a great day. and. If you're looking for some comedy relief, come out and watch me play golf. Yeah, all right. All good stuff. You can contact Carl Wagner directly. He is the CEO of BeatCancer.org. Uh, and we hope to see you uh, on uh, that Tuesday in May. Uh, it's Tuesday, May 15th. Go to BeatCancer.org. Uh, Karen Bazaar now joining us. Karen, um, hello again. Hello. Um, let's jump into your uh, segment uh, here uh, in the B Block and tie it all together for us as you teased in the opening segment. Right, exactly. Well, I'm glad to be back, and annuities might be some people's favorite subject. We're weird that way. We love everything dealing with financial planning, financial awareness for everybody in our practice. And um, so we're going to talk a little bit more about annuities, and then I think David's going to go into into more detail. But um, what, what we do here, again... When we, we take an alternative, we take an objective, holistic approach to dealing with our clients as a whole. And one of the things that annuities can do is they can elevate the predictability of retirement. Because unfortunately, a large segment of the baby boomer generation, which I don't think I'm in that. You year. are. I, I don't don't sell yourself short. You're there. I, David's <laughs> older than me. So I, I think I, I thought I was out of it, but maybe not. Um, so the baby boomer generation, Brett's definitely not, right? Brett's I'm not. not. I'm not. Okay, exactly. So uh, they've, unfortunately, they've undersaved for retirement. So sometimes we have to take a look at a, a different way to make your money last for a longer period of time. Um, and that's where annuities come in. And they're not for everybody. It's not a something that we suggest for every person that comes in here. Not every client that we have has an annuity. But in certain circumstances, they work out. And like David said, we have different reasons for doing that. But again, when we talk to clients about or somebody who's potentially going to be a client about an annuity, they have the same questions and the same concerns or they heard from somebody that they're not good and why aren't they good. But one thing I do want to stress is we are independent. So yeah, some annuities really aren't good that are out there, but we search the market and we only work with products that we know that are in good standing and that are going to do the right job for the client. And we don't just sell one type. 
there's many different types in the same segment. There's many different types of indexed annuity. So there's not just one indexed annuity. Um, so I, I encourage people listening today to call in 800-516-5861 and get a retirement roadmap review from us. And if you have questions about annuities or you have annuities, bring them in. We'll be glad to go through them. And, and something that a lot of people say when we meet with them for the first time last week in the show, I, I told you a client came in about six or seven annuities, just plopped them down in front of me. And when I asked, why did you purchase these in the first place? They're not 100% sure why, because there's so many, like you said, your mother-in-law said they're confusing and your wife said they were confusing. So we're here to explain it to you. And some people don't want to know. And we'll do that as well. We won't go into the details. We ask people, um, you know, like Brett says, do you like hot dogs? Yes. Do you want to know how they're made? Some people do. Some people don't. So we always give an educational approach to everything. And I definitely would encourage the listening audience to not be so reluctant to uh, or resistant to asking so you understand. Right. Um, Sometimes I think that's our biggest hurdle to get over is we're either self-conscious, we're embarrassed. Geez, it's something I should know because I've I've reached this point in my life and I don't necessarily believe that to be the case. And I think that sometimes, Brett, is intimidating. We intimidate ourselves into finding out what the right answer is. That's a, I mean, and and what we pride ourselves on is creating that environment that the only stupid question is one that's never asked. So it's, it's letting people have their guard down, feel feel like they, they, they are in that right environment that they can get all their questions answered. Because, I mean, David talked about it on last week's show. We believe knowledge is power. Again, it's why we educate people so people can make the most informed decisions for them. Again, we're independent. We take our time. It doesn't matter um, if, if people like us, whether they choose to have them have us help them with the investments of, of, of their money, just st- traditional investments, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs. Is it an annuity? Is it life insurance? What is it? Again, inevitably, it's the importance of us why we created an independent company so that we can take our time, slow down, again, have people have some clarity um, as in inevitably what we're offering, what we're helping with, uh, again, and putting all those puzzle pieces together of figuring out how much of what makes the most sense in, in, uh, in, in completing that financial plan. Again, it's, that's all part of the retirement roadmap process. How do you get to a point where you own six annuities and you don't know what you own? Yeah, Joe, again, it's, it's, they're sold. They're not purchased, right? So, and, and that's why we're talking about it today. One of the things that as we were planning, you know, each week, it's like, what topic do we want to cover? What do we hear a lot about this week? And, and two things, Karen's going to talk a little bit more about how you can use an annuity that generates income. And what that will allow you is between the time that you start the income on the annuity, it's going to allow you to delay taking social security. And the reason we want you to potentially delay social security is you can increase your benefit for yourself and then possibly end up leaving a survivor benefit that's much higher than it might have been. But people tend to listen or tend to take value in what they read. I'll, I'll give you a very quick example. You know, and I'll actually save it for when I come on. Let Karen finish up okay. on this. So, um, Joe, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, and we've talked about Social Security before, but Social Security is 
a great annuity, not an annuity in the sense that we're talking about, but the longer you can delay, you actually get an 8% increase in what your income would be if you can delay it. The longer you can wait, the better. And like David said, that will have an effect on your spouse as a survivor benefit. Uh, recently worked, I met a couple, she didn't even have enough working credits to have her own social security number. So she totally depended on what her husband's income and what his survivor benefits going to be for their for her um, for her to survive if God forbid he passed away before her. Um, so that's number one. That's why we say the longer you can delay Social Security, the better. Now, of course, we take every everybody's case by case basis. But an annuity, like David said, can give you a stream of income that is guaranteed for the rest of your life. So, what's one of the things we don't know about retirement, Joe? What age are we going to live to? So you could end up being in retirement for 30 or 40 years, depending on your situation. So isn't it nice to know that you'll have Social Security coming in and a stream of income from an annuity that you had set up that's going to stay there for, the, for, for as long as you live? And then the other thing you were talking about was uh, there's three specific reasons we go to annuities. Number one, there's a shortfall risk, right? There's a probability that you're going to experience a shortfall in income. There is a shortfall risk in, I didn't save enough money, and the money that I do have saved in retirement, that's not going to last me for the rest of my life. So we can recognize that before it gets to a dire situation. And the third one is legacy. So your, mo your mother-in-law wasn't sure, well, what happens, I put this money into an annuity, what happens if I pass away two or three years into the annuity? What's going to happen uh, with what's left over? And those are all different reasons to have an annuity and it's an important thing when you have children some people now no right no wrong answer right we put our kids through college we buy them their cars we get them on their way and some people say hey i've done a great job with my kids i don't not that concerned about legacy but some other people are concerned about their children or they have children with special needs and there's legacy situations that annuities work really great with yeah and and i know my mother-in-law um who was from old school mm -hmm. Um, resisted right. the educational part of it to the point where she just fell back on the old-fashioned old sticking the money and hey look in the bed sack right. or wherever wherever it was right. where, or, or wherever her comfort zone was right. um, and sometimes I think even my wife says that that may have been a deficiency of hers um, and it comes down to again just getting educated uh, and advocating right and the old old ways don't work Thrive Financial Services proudly presenting the Roadmap to Retirement, which is what we're all talking about here today, uh, and it's what we want you to do. We'll get to a commercial break. We'll bring Brett Elam into the conversation when we come back. It's the Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. And back here live on the Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. We thank all of our listening audience for tuning in this weekend. Big weekend in the month of April. And a reminder, Monday the 16th and Thursday the 19th are the two upcoming workshops. Call 1-800-516-5861. That's 1-800-516-5861. The Monday workshop on the 16th will be in Horsham. Uh, and the Thursday workshop on the 19th 
will be in Bluebell. So two good workshops coming up uh, this week, Monday the 16th and Thursday the uh, 19th. Again, 1-800-516-5861. Brett, you're working overtime because the workshops are packed uh, and filled with a lot of curious individuals who have lots of good questions. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I want to I talk about a client we just met this past week. I want to talk about it real quick, Krause. Second marriage. Um, uh, both spouses keep money separate. So I, I met, um, we'll call her Betty um, for today. Um, there's a 15-year age gap between them. So um, we went through, again, part of that uh, Thrive uh, Roadmap to Retirement review process, finding everything that meant uh, something to Betty of importance. And what we figured out was she had some concern about legacy, giving the most amount of money to her children. In addition to that, she had some long-term care concerns because both mom and dad both went to facilities. So she understood how that eroded, quote unquote, the legacy that she was going to get from her parents. So in going through um, the analysis, what we um, uncovered was she had needs herself, not the husband, but she needed to provide $4,000 a month to the household to make that household work. And she was in a fortunate position that she had a pension. Remember, everyone, a pension is a form of an annuity at the end of the day. Um, she had a pension and Social Security. And between those two payments, Krause, she was, she was netting about $5,500, almost $1,500 a month um, that was uh, coming in between pension and Social Security, more than covering that $4,000 need. When we went through that um, as part of the uh, that uh, retirement roadmap review process, uh, we looked at her taxation um, and she was doing some Roth conversions of, along the way there. We also looked at that, that money tree report and we gave her a double thumbs up that things were going to be well after a couple um, of potential corrections or um, life experiences from a healthcare standpoint. Um, and then we got to Riskalyze. David's done a great job at talking about Riskalyze, and we've gotten a lot of great feedback about our, our commercials and talking about Riskalyze here on 1210 AM radio as well. And, and when we went through that Riskalyze part, Krause, and again, we sent out that questionnaire where from a numerical standpoint, and again, we'll, we'll spend some, uh, some future shows going deep on Riskalyze as well, is that she came back, again, measuring her Ajita level given the market, at a 53, okay, so it's a little bit higher than typically what we see. Again, Betty's a 68-year-old uh, young lady, okay? And when we put in her portfolio, her portfolio came back at a 50. Now, let me tell you what her portfolio looked like. She was um, a balance between self-managed, and then she worked with one of the biggest companies um, in this area, company, small company called Vanguard. And she was paying some uh, some fees as part of their uh, program, 0.3%. So her management fee to her advisor was 0.3% at Vanguard. And then she was all mutual funds at Vanguard. Um, a lot of the same ones that we use as well, okay? But she wasn't necessarily, um, I, I guess, as balanced as she could have been. Again, her Ajita level was a 53, and her portfolio came back at as a 50. And some of the holdings that she had in there was like a, a total stock market fund. We love it. We use it the total international stock market fund. We love it. We use it. And then she had a couple holdings in there called the Vanguard Total Bond Market uh, Fund. And I don't care whether you're in the Vanguard Total Bond Market Fund, the PIMCO Total Return Fund. There's so many bond funds that are popular that are out there today. I said, you are 95% of the way there. You're like, you're doing great. And what I need to talk about real quick is talking about the, the bond side of your portfolio, which consisted of about, about $900,000, about 350000 of it was made up of bonds. And I gave the real quick story, again, and I'm going to try and do it today, a quick history lesson on bonds. Krause, remember back 1980 where rates were? Interest rates, double-digit mortgages, 
double-digit CDs. I remember my first day in banking, had a young lady, 20-year CD, 18% that she got in the 80s. It came due. Not much you could do at that point in time. So we saw from 1980, almost through 2010, that interest rates were on their way down. Okay, So it means if I had a bond, the principal of my money was going up. Okay, Inverse relationship. If, if rates are going down, the principal of my bonds are going up. And then we saw a small period from 04 to 08. They did go up. But again, over that 30-year time period, they essentially went down. Stayed flat, essentially at zero. It's when everyone was refinancing between the years 2010 and 2015. And then ever since the election back in November of 2016, it's been a whole new world for bonds. I mean, a whole new world for bonds. The first 60 days after uh, President Trump got elected, we saw the worst bond market in the United States history. We saw a 10-year Treasury go from 1.5% to 2.2%. And then we've seen it gradually increase. Every time the Fed seems like they speak now, they continue to increase interest rates. So after going through that initial dialogue, we actually went right on to Vanguard's site and looked at that Vanguard total return fund. And what we saw was back in November of 2017, talking about this past year, it hit a high, meaning it was $10.90 per share. And then a little more than about uh, in the end of February, it hit its low at $10.45. So, Krause, I ask you the question. Again, conventional wisdom. If I don't have my money in stocks because it's aggressive, I put my money where because I think it's going to be safe? Where? Bonds. Yeah. Bonds. Again, conventional wisdom. Stocks, bonds, stocks, bonds, stocks, bonds. But who has experience, especially baby boomers? You talk about baby boomers. How much money did you have in the early 80s? Not a lot. You weren't necessarily caring about this stuff. But now fast forward almost 40 years later, now we have, they have the ma- most amount of wealth in this country, is we see that interest rates, um, as they are going up, now all of a sudden our principal is exposed. That number that I just shared with you, Krause, is that over the past seven months, her bond portfolio is down 5%. No one thinks about that. My money's in bonds. It's my safe bucket. Here at Thrive, again, it's part of the uh, uh, roadmap uh, to retire the, the the retirement roadmap review process. Is we go through all of that. So what I had shared with Betty, I said, "You're there." I go, but one of the things that we pride ourselves on here at Thrive, we meet a lot of people that are self-managed, just like yourself, is we is we we show people where they can provide the most value possible on the conservative side of their portfolio. Again, Vanguard, great company. Again, we use their funds. However, when she's speaking to that gentleman at Vanguard, his options are. Vanguard, 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 and Vanguard. They're not telling them to do anything else. Again, Karen just did a great job talking about why Thrive is independent. We take our time, a slow process, and going through it. So we had shared a story with you. I said, Betty, instead of having that money in your bond funds, I go, we're susceptible to loss, just like we've seen over the past six months, where if you put in a dollar today, it's guaranteed two years from today to be worth no less than a dollar. Worst case scenario is I can't lose, Okay. In addition to that, we're looking for interest rates for bond-like returns. So if I can get somewhere in that four, maybe three, three to five to six percent, again, I'm not shooting for the moon. I'm not shooting for eight, 10, 12 percent like I'm going to get in my stock portfolio. Again, looking for conservative returns. So again, looking for bond-like returns. I can't lose money on a principal standpoint so long as I understand I got to play by the rules. And then in addition to this, the solution that we had shared with her, because again, remember she had some concern from a long-term care standpoint from what happened to mom and dad, was that if something happened to her, is that her money can actually grow from a long-term care perspective. Not the reason that we were really looking at the solution, it was really looking at that bond alternative side of things. So what I had shared with her was an annuity. And the first thing that she did was said, Brett, thank you so much for telling me how it works before you told me what it was. Because in my mind, 
I thought I knew how annuities worked. I thought once I gave up a dollar, I wasn't going to see it for the rest of my life. And again, it's, it's, it's part of today's show is that there's so many different annuities. It's just saying the word annuity is that there's so many different flavors to make it work. So this particular annuity over the past decade has an average return of 5.5%. In fact, last year, 2017, over 10% rate of return is what Betty would have had if she had it um, during that calendar year. And this is what's important, Krause, with that annuity, is every year, whatever those gains are, they're locked in. Again, there's a lot of people on the radio says, avoid annuities, avoid annuities, you're going to get 2 to 3% return. Is there anything wrong with 10% and then the market can't get, if the market goes down the year after, you can't lose. Now, there was a small fee associated with that solution that we shared with her, Krause. It was 0.5%. So again, Vanguard, she was paying 0.3%. She was paying another 0.1% for her funds, the internal cost, so she was paying 0.4. We were talking about going up another 0.1%, okay? But with that, it allowed her the ability to get out after two years. It gave her those rates of returns of 5.5%. Now, in her particular situation, her money was inside of IRAs. Now, at the age of 70... I, I got to tell you, Brett, that's a deep dive, though. I mean, that, that's where, I mean, you, to, to, to fully understand the scenario... Mm-hmm. As an, indiv- as an individual, that's really getting into the details. It is. And then for her, because it was inside of an IRA, Krause, she was approaching the age of 70 and a half. And a lot of people may feel like we're getting ready to enter a correction, where if it's not going to happen now, we know it's going to happen sometime in her retirement. And one of the big deals, again, instead of the word bond, we're putting the word in annuity, where if the market corrects itself, again, year in and year out, we have to pull out money out of our IRA accounts once we hit the age of 70 and a half. Another way how we're going to be able to utilize this annuity is that we have the ability to withdraw up to 20% a year. That's a little bit not abnormal in the annuity world. Again, it's our job. We're independent to go out there to the open market, find out what solution best suits our clients. So in an example, Krause, the market's collapsing. Let's say 2008's happening again. The market's down 40%. If you don't sell your stocks, you're okay. It's going to come back eventually. But yet the government says you need to pull money out for, to satisfy your required minimum distribution. And that's why I said, Betty, this year, that if that 2008 happens, we're going to go pull out that required minimum distribution from the annuity. From the annuity. Why? And maybe we'll do it the next year as well. Because we know inevitably that stock market's going to recover. So the money that I'm giving her full reign, keep that other $600,000 fully heavily invested in the market because we know long-term things are going to be okay. But we need to have that hedge, if you will, sit on the sideline. If it's bonds in normal environments, maybe it's bonds. But right now, in terms of the interest rate environment where we believe the Fed's going to continue to increase interest rates, an annuity is a great um, alternative to looking at that safe side of the portfolio. Real-life example from, Bre- uh, from Brett Elam. Brett, thank you so much uh, uh, for sharing. Again, shows the necessary importance, uh, David, in uh, the individual uh, depth uh, of meeting with the client and understanding how it's uh, all going to work. We'll get to our final commercial break here on the Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Again, 1-800-516-5861. 1-800-516-5861. Uh, if you'd like to find out about the workshop uh, on Monday, the 16th, or Thursday, the 19th. Back in a moment. And back here live on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, we thank our listening audience for tuning in uh, this weekend in April. It's the Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, all presented by Thrive Financial Services, covering a topic of conversation uh, today, David, annuities. And I know that we 
have had a lot of dialogue so far to date uh, in the show about annuities. We have nowhere near scratched the surface on all of it, uh, but we've certainly been able to provide some good uh, examples and some good information. Yeah, yeah. Again, Joe, I hope you know we, we didn't have everybody drinking out of a fire hydrant today, but you can get a sense that there's a lot more than just saying, I hate annuities or I love annuities, right? It's, I hate those declarative statements. Um, we hear them all the time, right? We hear them in radio commercials, never, ever buy an annuity. Uh, you should always buy an annuity. Anytime somebody makes those types of statements, you got to really be cautious, right? Because just like anything else, Chevys aren't the perfect car for everybody, but they're a great car for some people. Um, you can kind of go through every consumer product and basically come up with that. What we would just encourage people is if it is a, something you have a question about, find out all the details so you can make that educated decision versus just going on an assumption. I know it's a hassle. I know it takes time. I know it's a little bit painful. But again, when you're in retirement, the one thing you don't get is a do-over. So you want to make sure that you do it right the first time around. We showed you, you know, and Karen was talking about the success rate of a, of, a, of, a, of a retirement really can have a tipping point to it for a lot of people, not everyone, but for a lot of people, that if they don't have that extra guaranteed income from something like an annuity, the gap between their expenses and what Social Security will provide you know, might not be enough. They may be going to their retirement assets, and those retirement assets may end up being stressed too much doing market declines to make them, you know, that money last their lifetime. So um, we'd hate to see people miss out on that. But then again, there are times that it's just it's completely inappropriate. You know, you can't just make a blanket statement. If you're an insurance agent, and you're not at a fiduciary. And every time that somebody talks about retirement income planning, your rec- recommendation is an annuity because that's all you can do. You know, you got to be you got to be careful with people, you know, when that's the case. Um, what I want to kind of wrap up on, Joe, is putting some facts out there, you know, and, and something was really interesting. I think, I think it was about four or five or six months ago. We did a continuing education course for CPAs. We hosted it over at a local hotel and the continuing course, the education course, the topic was indexed annuities and indexed universal life. And uh, we had 40 CPAs in attendance and we spent a full day going through how indexed annuities work, how fixed annuities work, how variable annuities work, the comparison between all the different kinds. We talked about indexed universal life as well, because that's another solution for people who are looking to build up retirement assets on a tax-deferred, way, uh, tax-deferred basis. The most interesting thing that occurred was at the end, as we were giving out the certificates, People were, the CPAs, now these are CPAs, they are trusted advisors. They asked, can we come in and have a session with you to learn more and see if any of those solutions are applicable to our own life? They said they never, ever knew that's how annuities worked. And if they knew that's how annuities worked, all the detail um, kind of took away all the misinformation. They would not only be buying it for themselves, which a bunch of them ended up doing that, they would also be ranking recommendations to their tax clients that if you need another solution that gives you kind of principal protection to get it accomplished, we would be able to offer that. So, I th- you know, again, these are very educated people in the financial world uh, not having the information necessary. 
So a couple quick things, Joe, I want to point out. Um, again, this is not just us. Again, we're not just here to try to promote annuities. Um, most listeners that have listened to us know this is probably the first time that we've actually brought them up. And the only reason we're bringing it up is because we're getting asked so many questions related, you know, from our audience. So if people want to go look for some facts, you know, kind of third party information out there, there's a fantastic article out. It's not even an article. It's an actual research paper that was done uh, by Jack Marion, Jeffrey Vanderpaul, and David Babel. Now, David Babel is the professor of insurance and finance at the Wharton School of Business, University of Pennsylvania. He's a senior advisor to a number of investment management firms, and he's a fellow of the Wharton Financial Institution Center. So he's got all the degrees. He's, he's got, got all the cred. He's got the cred, right? I mean, this guy knows what the heck he's talking about. And he put together, he and the, his um, counterparts there put together this research paper on real-world indexed annuity returns. And I'm not going to go into great detail. People can Google it. It's a PDF. They can grab it on there. But, you know, a couple points here. It said financial advisors and financial planners have sought various programs to provide clients protection from systematic risk also known as market risk. Various asset allocation strategies have been used with limited success when extreme market movements and black swan events occur. So it's these things that a lot of people are anticipating, like we saw in 2000, what we saw in 87, what we saw in the 08, you know, 08 and 09 Great Recession. People really are starting to feel that that type of a situation may actually come back. Not today, maybe not tomorrow, but sometime over their retirement years. Um, so the whole article goes through um, really explaining how annuities work. And then more importantly, they basically say at the end of the article that people should consider an indexed annuity as a possible solution to prevent loss from conditions that you know people are into these market loss type situations. And that the returns, the lowest return that we saw over any 10-year now, indexed annuities have been sold now, Joe, since 1995. So they've got a lot of five-year segments showing what returns are. And the lowest average return over the worst scenario was like 4.19%. So people who just kind of... Now, again, we don't tell our clients that they need annuities as their overall portfolio. But if you want to replace that piece of the mark, that piece of your portfolio that would have been kind of the long bonds, and you were in long bonds, you're only getting the three, four, maybe 5% type of return... Here we can eliminate the risk of the long bonds because interest rates are rising by using an annuity. And that's our clients have gone, you know, gangbusters over. They think it's a great concept. So that's one article. And then a very recent article, this came out. Um, there's a guy named Roger Ibbotson, and people who probably listen to the show and other shows like ours have probably heard that name over and over and over. And uh, he's got street cred as well. He's um, responsible for a lot of research done in the industry. And he wrote a paper recently says that. Um, his new research indicates that fixed index annuities may actually outperform bonds over the next decade, going in line with what Brett was talking a little bit earlier. It said fixed index annuities consider the alternative, suggest bond returns in today's historically low interest rate environment may be insufficient in meeting the anticipated retirement needs of U.S. investors, potentially placing many at risk of outliving their retirement savings. So a couple things, right? We can get decent returns in the annuity. We can protect the principal in the annuity. And if we need to get guaranteed income out of the annuity to fill that retirement income gap, we can do that. So that 
you know, again, I hope today at least pulled back the cover a little bit. And for people who were so staunch in like annuities are the worst thing that you could ever consider. Not that we've converted those folks by any stretch because we're not trying to, but at least they now have some more information that they're not just going to go out there and spread that annuities are like the plague. Annuities are appropriate in, a, in the right type of a situation for the right type of person. And if people want to find out, do they fit as part of our retirement roadmap review, they can come in and do that. We can take an analysis of the portfolio through risk allies and money trade and see if they are interested in annuity, how it might possibly be a fit. So they can schedule a consultation with us. Visit our website at thrivefinancialservices.com or call us at 800-516-5861. Well done. Well said. Great job by all. Karen Bazaar, Brad Elam, and David Bazaar on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. As we uh, say goodbye uh, here during the second weekend uh, of April, uh, we hope that we have fulfilled our promise uh, to the listening audience uh, to educate and provide good information. That's going to do it for the broadcast on behalf of uh, David and Karen Bazaar uh, and Brett Elam. Uh, I'm Joe Krause. See you next time, everyone. This program is a paid commercial announcement. All opinions and statements expressed are solely those of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management, LLC, and their guests, and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. All topics covered are believed to be from reliable sources. However, Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management, LLC, make no representations as to its accuracy or completeness. This program shall in no way be construed as a solicitation to sell securities or advisory services to residents of any other state other than Pennsylvania or were otherwise permitted. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered through Thrive Capital Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Pennsylvania. Insurance products and services are offered through Thrive Financial Services. Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management, LLC, are affiliated companies.